What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here from Fantasy Alarm. We're chilling here on the Sawdust Podcast Network. Recording on a beautiful Monday night. Uh, Adam, how was the weekend, man? Did you have a good weekend? Um, you know, watching some NBA action, some baseball, played a little softball, some nice weather here. So, yeah, it was a good weekend. How'd your softball team do on Sunday? Uh, not good. Uh, best team we played all year and lost both games. Oh, so you're like uh, the Red Sox then of uh, of softball, right? You, you you beat the bad teams and pad your record and your stats, but when it comes to a, a good team that you suck balls, what's up? Nah, last I saw the Red Sox are still in first place. And um, nah, I mean, it was a better team than us. So uh, in order to beat those teams, you got to out-hit them, and we couldn't. We actually had the lead for most of game one, and then – uh, it was funny because I was joking with the third baseman right before the 15. I said, you know, they're going to hit at some point. He's like, I know these guys are really good. I'm like, we just need that big inning. And that inning, they must have put up like 14 runs. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> so he kind of knew it was coming. So, yeah, I mean, so six and two, not bad. And, uh, yeah, they're just a better team. Was it the long ball getting you guys or was it more like nah, just line drive hit after line, hit after hit? Line drive after line drive. I mean, a couple home runs. It's a fenced field. Um, I think you were allowed five home runs. They might have hit three or four each game, but it was a lot of line drives. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Was uh, was waivers good to you at all? Um, this was a quiet waiver week, I think. No, and there wasn't a quiet lot. Waiver. Yeah, there wasn't much out there. I know in the main event, I think I spent three bucks. Um, and Tout, well, Tout, I picked up two players. I had some injuries. Uh, although one of those players will be back Wednesday. I found out, and I had to start him anyway because I didn't have a corner infielder with Jeff McNeil going on the injured list. Um, and I saw Eric Hosmer is supposed to come back Wednesday, so I left him in my lineup. But I lost, yeah, Hosmer, Tatis, Aaron Hicks. So I uh, picked up David Dahl, who has, I think, six righties this week and has been playing well and mostly against righties. And... Who is the other? Oh, Taylor Ward from the Angels. Uh, TGFBI, I had injuries there. Although, again, same issue. Hosmer should be back. And I just saw CJ Crone is going to come back on Tuesday because uh, I was light on first base. I picked up Matt Beatty from the Dodgers. And um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, not too much this weekend. Speculated on Hansel Robles and the GST. Alex Colomy in the main event for two bucks. He's pitched six scoreless innings. Maybe he gets the job back. I don't know. So, yeah, it was kind of a quiet week overall, although the injuries just continue. And even Monday night, I don't know if you saw, but Taiwan Walker, the Mets left after three innings. Uh, They're saying left side tightness. And I was that last at bat to Acuna. He did not appear comfortable. He was able to strike him out, but I knew something was wrong. And they spoke to him between innings and took him out. Well, that's probably because I had the uh, I was looking at the strikeout prop for Taiwan Walker today. So you took the over. I did take the over. You know, looking at the the numbers, looking at everything that um, you know, I've seen from Taiwan Walker. He's looked great. He's looked yes. fantastic. And uh, you know, and and playing you know tonight uh, against Atlanta, Atlanta um, striking out like thirty and a half percent over the past week. Not to mention then just against righties in general. Um, like 24% of the time there. So um, was the I was line? a little nervous because uh, Acuna came back to the lineup tonight. But overall, um, I, I wasn't too worried. But now Taiwan Walker leaving, obviously, 
uh, screws me over there. So big neg on that prop. Uh, but I had the uh, under five and a half runs through five innings um, on the uh, the Giants Reds game tonight. So that's a hit. Yeah, like Reds that. Reds didn't score through the first five. Um, Reds defense playing pretty bad again. So uh, Eugenio Suarez uh, botched an easy play. Um, that's been the problem for them this year. They have two errors uh, to start the game. Yeah, they really suck. <laughs> Their defense is so bad. Um, it's it's upsetting. I, you know, and, and it's so funny too because I gotta I gotta just start keeping that in mind right now because. And uh, I guess I wasn't even thinking about that when I was looking at the uh, I was looking at the, you know, the travel schedule for both teams. I was looking at the, you know, the Sonny Gray versus Logan Webb matchup. I was looking at, you know, what these guys have been, you know, what the offenses have been doing. Um, you know, I figured the Reds coming off of like a, a, you know, a 10 game road trip. You know, sleeping in their beds for the first time in, in a while last night. And maybe they come out a little sluggish with the uh, with the 640 start. But. You know, whatever. Giants beating them up right now. Apparently, they just went up five nothing. Yeah, so. Dubon with a home run. Dubon, Mauricio. Um, but guess what, peoples? That's uh, that, we're, we're not here to talk baseball tonight. Actually, what I want to do is I'm gonna give a quick shout out to our sponsor, uh, Monkey Knife Fight. But what I want to do is with the NBA play-in tournaments starting. Uh, this week, I want to uh, I want to pick the brain of Adam Ronis and let's see if we can't make heads or tails, maybe some best bets uh, on some of this NBA action to, you know, that starts Tuesday night uh, and what we can expect. So quick shout out here. Pay some bills. Our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site you need to be playing on. Here's why. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. All right, so Adam, how excited are you for the uh, for the NBA playoffs right now? I mean, you know, you look at the West and you think, wow, Warriors and Lakers in the play-in uh, tournament there. It almost feels like those are just the two teams who are just going to kind of go through. But I don't know. Let's let's start it off. We'll start in the West um, and just kind of go through that. Uh, tell me your thoughts here uh, on how this should play out. 
Yeah, I think the Lakers will win that game. LeBron James tweaked his ankle late Sunday night. He said he's fine and he'll be good to go. Uh, Anthony Davis is good to go. Uh, the Warriors obviously have played really good basketball over the last couple of weeks with Steph Curry kind of carrying them. Uh, but they're 14-22 and 22 on the road, and they just haven't beaten good teams. So, I mean, the thing is, it's tough because they can – Curry can just go crazy and kind of carry them. Um, now, they did have some wins late in the season against the Suns and the Jazz. I mean, but the Jazz clearly are not the same team uh, without Donovan Mitchell, uh, who's still out. Um, but I think the Warriors kind of beat up on some bad teams this year. And, you know, with the Lakers, the question is, can they just turn it on? Because, you know, they LeBron James hasn't played much late in the season. So it's tough from that aspect, but I would expect the Lakers to win that game. I might take the points. We'll see. I think it's like four and a half right now because I, uh -huh. I think it will be a close game. Um, and But that's clearly the best game of the next two nights. And it'll be Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and I think even casual basketball fans are going to be interested in that because you've got Steph Curry and the way he's played this year, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. You have so much star power uh, in the history of these two franchises with the Warriors being one of the best teams in the NBA the last few years and the Lakers still one of the favorites, even though they're not even in the playoffs yet, they are still expected. Uh, the last I checked, I haven't seen the odds lately, uh, but I know as a day ago, they were the second favorite. Uh, to win the NBA title. So that's what makes this unique. Uh, but they still have to win. I mean, there is absolutely a chance they lose this game, and then they'd have to beat the winner of the Spurs-Grizzlies game just to get in the playoffs, and then they'd be the eighth seed. And uh, Utah Jazz would not be very happy about that. No. <laughs> I think I don't think any team really wants to see uh, the Lakers. I don't well, I'll tell you this. Token, I don't think anybody wants to see the Warriors either. I'll tell you this, the Clippers absolutely did a tank job to avoid the Lakers. I don't know if you've heard about this or people are talking about it, but the Clippers basically played the Rockets and the Thunder, their last two games, two of the worst teams in the NBA. I mean, the Thunder had one win since March 31st, and the Clippers basically sat everyone, all their starters, on um, Friday, first on Friday, um, and the Nuggets won. So when that happened, the Nuggets went to the three. The Clippers went to the four. They lost to the Rockets 122-115. So they probably knew, all right, Denver doesn't have much play to play for. Portland does on Sunday, and Portland's probably going to win. So you know what? Um, if we just lose, we'll remain the four seed, take on Dallas in the first round, and then avoid the Lakers until the conference finals. Now that's assuming the Lakers are the seven. And uh, the Clippers lost last night to the Thunder, 117-112. So it was clearly they were tanking uh, to avoid the Lakers into the conference finals. Kind of a bitch move, dude. <laughs> I mean, it is. But, I mean, it's also kind of strategic, right? You, right, you look but, at but what is that? What is, I mean, let's say they get to the conference finals against the Lakers, right? Like, you've already admitted – that you didn't want to play this team early in the playoffs and because you're you're worried about the matchup. And now all of a sudden, here you are seeing them in the conference finals. Like, doesn't that give that mental edge to the Lakers, like, in a, like in a major way? No, I don't think so because no one – I mean, they, they didn't openly admit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just speculation. And right, the other, the mean, other part is, too, obvious. but the other part is, is they probably said, all right, well, we're not completely healthy right now. We just got Patrick Beverly and Serge Ibaka back. We feel we're better 
get a couple series under our belt, and then if the Lakers are still there, we'll be ready to go through them. Uh, little bitches. I mean, it could backfire, though. They could, you know, lose in the second round. And then, I mean, look, they – I've said it last year. I felt they never took the regular season seriously last year. They didn't care about seeding, and it backfired on them because they were up three games to one against Denver and blew it, yeah. and they went home. So I felt all year, I'm like, even though I thought they were the team and I did pick them last year, but I felt, and I don't, I don't, I don't like when you do that, when you just take the regular season, like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. I think that mentality seeps in and just like, cause I've always believed and I learned this from coaches when I was in high school, I believe the way you practice is the way you play. So if you half-ass it at practice, that's how you're going to play in a game. And, you know, I, I, I was watching the basketball hall of fame um yeah the induction on saturday and vanessa bryant spoke obviously for kobe bryant dude i I, I watched it and i was crying yeah i thought she did a tremendous job and basically why i love kobe bryant is because of his work ethic and she's like yeah he never wanted to take time off he never you know wanted to take a game off you know he's like there are people that put their hard-earned money just to come watch Kobe play once and they may never see him again. And he wanted to be out there for that. And I don't think we see that a lot in NBA players today, although I will give credit. Nikola Jokic did not miss any game this year. He didn't want to sit. He even played yesterday when it didn't matter. So give him credit for doing it. But we see very few players do it. Um, LeBron James did not sit out this year. He was hurt. So I don't think it's fair to say because even I thought he was going to sit more games earlier in the season when they had – the close start of the regular season since they played the most games last year and went to the final. I was like, all right, he's going to sit out early. He didn't. He didn't sit out any games um, until he was hurt. And I think he was legitimately hurt. But I think that mentality is important and, and it could burn the Clippers. But I mean, I think it was clear to me what they were doing. And they got the easier first round matchup against Dallas. I think they'll take care of them. And then if they in the second round they play the winner of Denver Portland, they probably feel good about that. All right. Well, screw you, Clippers. I'm 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 automatically against them now. I'm automatically against them. All right. So, Lakers Warriors. Uh, oh, just went up to five. Lakers Warriors. Uh, five points on DK Sportsbook. Um, you hinted at possibly thinking about the Lakers. Um, over the Warriors. Now that this game, these games are Wednesday, right? Yeah. yeah Wednesday. The West is Wednesday. Okay. So the West is Wednesday. So your 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 lean right now is Lakers and the points. Um, no, the Warriors and the points. I think the Lakers win, but I would take the five. That's what I'm saying. You're you're calling No, you said Lakers and the points. Oh, I, I like meant the Lakers, Lakers with I meant I meant Lakers with the points. My bad. My bad. Anyway. So you think that, all right, so Lakers with the points, they keep it close, you're fine there. Spurs-Grizzlies, um, that's a four-point spread. Spurs are uh, are the underdog here uh, in Memphis. Um, thoughts on this one? I like the Grizzlies here. I think they're a better team. The only thing is the Spurs play very well on the road. They've been great against the spread on the road this year. I think the Grizzlies – are the better team. Uh, they played well. They've won set. They lost, they lost to the Warriors, but before that they had won five in a row, uh, even though they didn't beat any great teams, but uh, Spurs kind of come limping into this one. They have not played well. The only thing that I feel the Spurs might have an advantage on is coaching Greg Popovich, obviously a great coach, but 
Uh, Spurs lost four of their last five. Um, even before that, they had somehow beat the Bucks and the Kings. And then before that, they had lost five straight. Uh, they just haven't been playing well. They're six games under 500. They're on the road. Um, can have the veteran in DeRozan, but I just think Memphis is a, a better team. Uh, and I think they will cover the four. Okay. So Memphis, better team, covering the four. Warriors win over the Lakers, but the Lakers no. cover that. Lakers win, Warriors cover. Lakers are favored by five. Oh, Lakers are favored. I'm sorry. My yeah. bad. My bad. What the hell, dude? Come on. Pay attention, Adam. I Let's told you that. Uh, it's been a long day and my wife is aggravating. It's all good, bro. It's all good. All right. So say that one more time. Lakers. Yeah. Um, Lakers to win, but I'm going to take the Warriors getting the five. I think the Warriors they keep it getting close. The point. Yeah. Beautiful. So and now Memphis let's minus four. Right. And Memphis minus four. So that would put the Lakers in as the seven seed. And that would put the Warriors against the Grizzlies or the Warriors hosting the Grizzlies with the Grizzlies host the Warriors. Warriors would host because they're the eight. Memphis is the nine. These two teams just played yesterday as well. So that game would be Friday night and I would take Golden State in that one. Okay. You would take Golden State. What, what do you think the point spread would be there? Guess. Um, four. It was, what was okay. it? Yeah, I think yesterday it was three, three and a half. I gave out the under on that game uh, and it hit. On wager alarm was under 229 points and it didn't even come close. It was 113-101. So I was on the under there. Um, and by the way, for the season totals that I gave out on wager alarm, it went five and two. And it would have been six and one if Dallas would have won last night and they lost because I had over 42 and a half and they finished with 42. Um, and my other loss, too, I wouldn't have done it had I known James Harden was going to Brooklyn, but I gave out Brooklyn under 45 and a half that lost but uh the other five won uh it was portland over 39 and a half uh celtics under 45 and a half which i was very strong about that like i was like this celtics team is not close to last year they don't have the depth and they didn't even come close pistons under 23 and a half minnesota under 29 and a half the thunder under 22 and a half one of the worst beats if you took the over i think i mentioned it on last week's show yeah. Yeah, but the Thunder picked up their 20th win on March 31st and uh, still went under the oh yeah under this uh, yeah and the Blazers over 39 and a half so five and two pretty good I mean six and one would have been phenomenal but Dallas could not win last night. <sighs> Stupid Dirk Nowitzki, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, the game, it, it was <laughs> and Minnesota's Minnesota's another thing. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, bro. They started winning and playing very well down the stretch. They um. If they're not top three in the draft lottery, they lose their pick to Golden State. And by them winning, they decrease their odds of being in the top three. I don't know what they were doing. Again, I don't I don't like seeing teams taking everything. But, man, if you know that, hey, uh, if we we could lose our first round pick if we're not top three to Golden State of all teams, who will get Clay Thompson back, a good draft pick, James Wiseman, second year. Oh, brutal. Good for Golden State. <laughs> terrible for Minnesota. All right. Look at the drama. Look at the drama. All right. So that would put all right. That would put the, the Lakers as the seven seed, matching them up against Phoenix in the first round. 
Uh, Warriors, the eighth seed, matching them up against Utah. Though I gotta tell you, those would be two fantastic series. It would. It's not your typical one eight two seven. No, not even close, dude. Like I'm not even a basketball guy, and I know that. Um, that's that's outstanding. All right. Um, and then again, that would put Denver against Portland, Clippers against the Mavs uh, in the Western Conference. Um, you know, I don't even want you to speculate there because the the one eight, the yeah, one we'll, eight, we'll, the we can talk about it more in the week. We could talk more in the week about it, and I'll also have a preview up uh, probably Saturday because you know I have to wait till Friday's game is done right. uh, to know who the seat is. But I will have a preview of the first round, and you know it'll be up on wageralarm.com. All right, perfect, perfect. So then let's uh, let's jump over to the east. Um, all right, that's uh, the games are on uh, on on Tuesday, so 6:30 p.m. Eastern. You've got uh, the Hornets at the Pacers. Hornets are getting three and a half points here. Adam, uh, who do you like? I don't feel strongly about this game. I'm going to lean the Hornets. Both these teams have been absolutely terrible lately. I mean, the Pacers play no defense. They're going to be without Miles Turner. They are first in pace since April. I mean, they just play at a real fast pace, no defense. Uh, we don't know if Malcolm Brogdon's going to play. He's been out, their point guard. Um, he's questionable. Edmund Summer is questionable. Um, Jeremy Lamb and Turner are out. So I think Brogdon's pretty important for them. Um, and the Hornets have just been terrible. They're one in six in their last seven. They're one in six against the spread in their last seven games on the road. They had the lead against the Wizards on Sunday and were outscored 36-20 in the fourth quarter. Their offense is just not as good without Gordon Hayward, and he won't play. So that's been the problem is uh, their scoring. And, you know, Indiana's defense is really bad, uh, especially against centers. But Charlotte doesn't have, like, a big that can really take advantage of that. So, um, yeah, this game is kind of tough. Uh, I wouldn't – I don't feel strongly about it. I would take the Hornets and the points – and uh, I would take the over as well because Indiana is just playing at an insane pace. And even though the Hornets have not been good offensive, uh, offensively, if, uh, you know, some of these Pacer games have just been absolutely ridic- ridiculous. I mean, 238 was their last game, 237, 265. Um, the, the only two low-scoring games they've had recently were against Philadelphia, who is obviously one of the top defensive teams. The Cavaliers couldn't score it. I mean, they had a game against the Wizards that went 295. <laughs> and then another game against the Wizards that went 265. I mean, they're just playing no defense at all. And I guess the question is, can Charlotte take advantage of that? Um, but, you know, they, Terry Rozier, LaMelo Ball, they might be able to. So kind of like the over there. But I would lean toward the Hornets in the point. But I don't really feel strongly about it. Both teams have been playing terrible basketball. It, it's just hard to back Indiana as a favorite with the way they've played lately. Um, but I think if Brogdon played and he's healthy, that would really be a boost for Indiana. All right. Cool, cool. All right. So Hornets and the and you're getting three and a half. So I like that. Uh, the game at 9 p.m. Eastern, Wizards, Celtics, Bradley Beal healthy? Yeah, well, he played yesterday, um, did not shoot the ball well. He did miss a couple games, so – uh, I guess that is the one question mark. How healthy is he? He shot eight of 27 from the field at 25.6 rebounds, four assists. Um, as they, again, they were trailing. I mean, Charlotte led this game 36-22 after the first quarter. 
Uh, they even had the lead in the fourth quarter. And again, Washington uh, outscored them 36-20 in the fourth. So uh, I like Washington in this game. Uh, give me, I think they're going to win. I just don't like the way Boston has played uh, late in the season. Um, they're favored probably because they're home. But well, the Wizards have clearly been the better team over the last uh, three weeks to a month. Uh, Boston will not have Jalen Brown, one of their top players. Uh, Kemba Walker will play. Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart. But... I mean, they have just been brutal, man. I mean, I'm not going to look at the Knicks game. They didn't play anyone. Um, they beat Minnesota with no one on Saturday. But before that, they lost to the Cavaliers. They lost two to the Heat. They lost to the Bulls by 22. Um, they have just not played good basketball. And the Wizards have been one of the better teams over the last few weeks. And I know Wizards don't play great defense, but um, I, they've been the better team. Even some of their losses. Uh, they lost to Atlanta by four. They lost to Atlanta by one. Even the Bucks, they lost to the Bucks by one, the Mavericks by one. Those are all the recent losses. These are the last losses by the Wizards. Four to the Hawks, one to the Hawks, one to the Bucks, who played everyone that night, one to Dallas, playoff teams, three to the Spurs, and every other game since like April, they've won. So they've been playing really good basketball. So, um, oh, I am seeing something earlier that said, though, that Beal's left hamstring is not 100%. So, I guess that is an issue, but you know what? I'm still taking Washington. Um, yeah, you know, listen, are are you that just down on the Celtics here? So, all right, put the Celtics against the Hornets. Um, Celtics are obviously going to be the favorite. Um, I don't know what kind of a spread we're looking at here, but do the Hornets uh, can they match up against uh, against Boston, or is this just again? Um, why are we bothering with a playing tournament when it's the seven and eight seed that keep coming through? Well, I mean, again, they don't know this before the year. I mean, you could say that about the East, but then when you look in the West, you got the Lakers were seven, eight, you can't get any better than that. So, uh, you know, you don't know. I mean, we kind of knew the East was weak going into the year, but I would take Boston over Charlotte. I mean, they got the best player on the floor and Jason Tatum. Um, and again, Charlotte has just not played well, especially without Gordon Hayward. Their their offense is hurting without him. So I would take Boston there. But if Washington does win and they're the seven, they play Brooklyn in the first round. Russell Westbrook versus Kevin Durant. <laughs> and you talk about a up and down, fast paced playoff. You know, usually we see the intensity, stronger defense won't happen in that series. You'll be seeing a ton of offense if uh, Washington is able to beat Boston be the seven and, and play Brooklyn in the first round. That'd be again, another sick matchup. So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's not disappointing. Um, it would be what Philly against uh, the Celtics. Wow. Like the, like that, that's one for old school people, man. Right. Philly, Philly, Boston, little Dr. J versus Larry bird. I used to have a, a video game one-on-one uh, and it was Larry bird versus Dr. J. Um, way back in the days, that was, I think it was like the Commodore 64. Damn. That is definitely back in the days. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking old, dude. So old, but yet yeah, it was, uh, it was a ton of fun. Um, sick. All right. So it would be Sixers versus, uh, Celtics, which is entertaining. Nets versus Wizards. Uh, then we're looking at the Bucks against the Heat, the Knicks against the Hawks. Adam Rodas, how do... Our New York Knicks match up against the Hawks here. 
Uh, pretty good. I mean, the Knicks beat them in the season series three games to zero. I, I don't know if that means much. The Hawks really struggled to shoot in those games. Uh, I think the Hawks have played very well since they made the coaching change going to Nate McMillan. Um, got a good offensive team with Trey Young, Bogdanovic, Gallinari, um, John Collins. So they have a pretty good squad. Uh, but I would I'd lean towards the Knicks. I mean, again, the Knicks really finished the season strong, play excellent defense very intense they never never give up i mean i was shocked a couple weeks ago when they just got obliterated in denver but it was a road trip and i guess it was bound to happen because you rarely see them just not show up for a game right um but yeah i think uh i think the knicks will prevail in that one but it's not going to be easy it's going to be a tough series and i see that series going deep but i think this is uh you know usually the first round of the nba playoffs there's not much intrigue it's like okay yeah whatever but again, with the Warriors and Lakers being at the bottom of the bracket in the West certainly makes it interesting. I mean, really, imagine you're the Jazz and you're like, oh, we got to face Steph Curry, Draymond Green the first round because, you know, Curry has been just putting up insane numbers. And they still they're going to need help from other guys. I mean, Curry could score his 44 and they could still lose. But, you know, if that game stays tight and you got Curry late hitting threes like he did against Memphis, because I can't Memphis took the lead late. And then Curry just said, nah, not going to happen in my house and just started hitting shots. And, right, then the so La- and then the Lakers, bro, the Suns, Suns had a, a great year. <laughs> now you potentially have to face the Lakers in the first round. Oh, man, just brutal for them. It is brutal for them. They had a great season this year. I don't know. Did the Suns to me, you know, coming into the season, I don't recall them as being. Um, a favorite for, you know, in, in the West, or am I wrong completely? Um, I think pe- people felt they would be good. I mean, they were 8-0 in the bubble last year. Then they added Chris Paul. I don't think people thought they'd be this good as a two-seed, but I think a big reason why they are, they've been the most healthy team in that conference. You know, the Jazz have been without Donovan Mitchell for about a month. Mike Conley just came back. He missed about three weeks a month. So Mitchell's their best player. Um, Denver has lost Jamal Murray to a torn ACL. They had Porter out early in the year. Uh, right. They've had Will Barton out. Uh, Gary Harris was out before they traded him. The Clippers have uh, had Paul George, Kawhi Leonard missed time. Serge Ibaka missed an extended period of time. Pedrick Beverly's been out. Dallas has been without Kristaps Porzingis for a good portion of the year. The Blazers had injuries. Yusuf Nurkic was out. Lillard missed some time. McCollum missed time. Lakers, obviously, Davis and LeBron missed time. So you see all those teams surrounding them had injuries. They didn't. They were really healthy. Chris Paul only missed two games, and one was Sunday where he sat out for rest. And that's amazing at his age. I don't think people expected him to stay healthy. Um, Booker was healthy. DeAndre Ayton just missed two games over the weekend. Uh, But they were the healthiest team in the Western Conference. And I think that's part of the reason, not to discredit them, but when every other team around you is missing significant players to injury and you're not, uh, you should be able to finish where they did. All right. Well, so let's uh, let's let's let me see if I can uh, if, if I got it right. Let me go through Adam Ronis's leans again, guys. Check uh, wageralarm.com uh, tomorrow before the games, because uh, I'm sure Adam will have in his uh, his best bets there. But so for the East, you've got. Uh, Charlotte plus three and a half, and you think they can win that outright? Okay, yes. which is a, a plus one thirty money line there. 
Um, the over-under on that is 227. You said you like the over on this one. Yeah, I lean towards the over. All right, so there's the there's the lean. The lean is the Hornets, the over. Um, I dig that. Washington against the Celtics. Um, you're leaning right now Washington plus two. Money line on that is a plus 108 for anyone interested. Uh, 232.5 is the over-under. Uh, I don't think you gave any kind of a lean on that yet. Uh, I'll take the hmm. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, they went. They only played two twenty five against Charlotte. Um, I'll take the under. You'll take the under on that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no problem. All right, then let's move over to the West. The early game, Spurs, Grizzlies. You are leaning the Grizzlies. You're laying the four points. Um, the money line is no fun there at minus 165. Over-under is 222. Did you have a lean on that? Under. Beautiful. And then Warriors, Lakers. Let me get them. Let me see if I can get this right. You've got the Lakers winning. But you've got the Warriors covering the five-point spread. Yeah. That's minus 113 here on DK Sportsbook. Over under 219 and a half, Adam. Got a lean? Yeah, I'll take the under. You'll take the under on that one as well. All right, so two unders there and uh, two overs on the uh, on the eastern side. I like it. I like it. All right, beautiful stuff here. Um, we'll check in again tomorrow. We'll, uh, we'll revisit the, uh, the Wednesday games on, uh, on the next episode here. But for right now, you guys have all the tools you need to, uh, enjoy these playoffs. I'm actually going to be watching these playoffs, Adam, believe it or not, because you kind of got me a little hyped here. Got me a yeah. Little hyped. Yeah, lie. I definitely think Wednesday night for sure. Lakers, Warriors, if you're going to watch one game. You're going to watch one game, Lakers-Warriors, no doubt about it. It is in my backyard, so it will be on uh, on TV for me uh, on that one. But that's going to do it for us here tonight, guys. Big thanks to everybody for tuning in, liking and subscribing the podcast. Uh, we'll be talking some MLB when we return tomorrow. Plus, we'll keep you posted here on all the work for the playoffs in the NBA. I might even dabble in a little NHL. You never know. Playoffs starting over there, and I love me some Stanley Cup playoffs. But for Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. This has been the Andy Up Podcast. We'll catch you next time.